For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Jack Anderson. You're listening to Daybreak. Princeton is still the top-ranked university in the country. Students grapple with the university's history of racism, and the Prince has a new web application for all of your dining needs. It's Wednesday, September 15th. Since the semester is kicking into gear, we wanted to take today's episode to focus on Princeton and some of the stories, and a web app, that have been coming out of our newsroom over the past two weeks. It's a new school year, and Princeton is once again first in the U.S. News and World Report's best national university rankings, followed by Harvard, Columbia, and MIT all in a tie for second place. It's the 11th straight year that the university has received the honor, although U.S. News slightly altered their methodology this year to account for changes due to the pandemic. The top ranking is obviously a point of pride for Princeton and its students, but it was met with skepticism by some. In a statement to the Prince, Heather Madsen of the Class of 24 acknowledged that the opportunities Princeton provides are partially a product of inequities in the American education system, and that, quote, the holistic experience of Princeton University cannot be encapsulated by a single number. Before classes started two weeks ago, the class of 2025 became the first year of Princetonians to go through a new orientation program designed to facilitate discussion about the university's racist history and the power of student activism. The orientation model centered on To Be Known and Heard, a virtual gallery created by the Office of Winter Session and Community Engagement and the Carl A. Field Center for Equity and Cultural Understanding. Residential college advisors led their first years through the gallery and used its insights into the university's history with racism to facilitate discussions about diversity and inclusion on campus. RCAs who talked to the Prince spoke positively about the orientation program, but that response was not unanimous. Two Princeton professors, John Londrigan and Sergio Kleinerman, wrote an op-ed to the New York Post calling the module a, quote, mandatory injection of indoctrination. A notable example of student activism in recent years is the renaming of First College and School of Public and International Affairs, both of which were previously named for former U.S. and University President Woodrow Wilson. His name is still given to the Woodrow Wilson Honorary Debate Panel, however, despite objections from the panel's leadership and many in the Princeton community. In a statement to the Prince, the chairperson of the Wig Clio Board of Trustees indicated that the board was receptive to the wishes of students regarding changing the name, but that legal restrictions regarding the organization's endowment might make doing so difficult. Finally, here at the Prince, we have a new tool for the new semester, Campus, your go-to web app for information on all of the dining options available on campus every day. I spoke with Pranav Ava, the Chief Technology Officer here at The Prince and one of the creators of Campus. My name is Pranav Ava. Um, I'm a sophomore, so I'm in the class of 2024. I'm from Chesterfield, New Jersey, so it's about half an hour south of campus, so I'm I'm pretty local to this area, I guess. I'm the Chief Technology Officer at The Daily Princetonian. Uh, That means I lead the tech team, and I also work closely with business and editorial to uh, fulfill the mission of The Prince. And so for people that aren't so involved day-to-day with The Prince um, and might not even know that we have a tech team, what is it? Can you tell us a little bit about who you are and and what you do? Yeah, so the the tech team is one of the the newest teams um, on The Prince. We were formed in summer of 2020 to support The Prince's uh, full transition to digital journalism as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic, primarily primarily responsible for managing The Prince's digital assets, so that includes, you know, the news site, the uh, the business page, and the Frost Survey, any kind of um, website that The Prince manages, we're responsible for that. And just as as Emma Treadway, the uh, editor-in-chief, noted, because The Prince has moved to a, a schedule of digital daily print weekly, I believe that the tech team will be, you know, vital to the paper's future. So 
we're here today to talk about the Campus Web App. So can you tell us a little bit about, about Campus and what gave the tech team the idea for it? So Lewis, who is our business manager here at the Prince, he initially had this idea for, you know, a hub for Princeton students where they can get um, dining hall menus, uh, see which nights the eating clubs are open, all on like one site. So this was kind of in the planning phase for a little over a year. And we started really developing this at the end of the spring semester last year. So you start working on it end of last year. And right. then when is it completed? When are you ready to release to the student body? Yeah, so we released the app um, on August 21st, which was the day of freshman move-in this semester. So the idea being is freshmen would try to get on the app and see what the uh, see what the dining hall menus were like. So that was really the release of that. And then we saw like a secondary release when the rest of the undergraduate population returned. And what feedback have you received um, from students so far? Yeah, so far students love it. We have several hundred, if not thousands of users every day hitting our, hitting our site. So we can see that this will be, you know, a really core application that students will be using on a day-to-day basis for, you know, time to come. And so do you have any plans for, for campus moving forward? Yeah, so right now we have the menus, so you can see the dining hall menus on the app. We also have a tab called Street, where you can see which events that eating clubs are having. Um, in the next few months, we'll also be introducing Town, which is a way you can get discounts and subsidies for restaurants and other stores in Princeton. So we'll be partnering with businesses, and it'll be like a win-win for both of us. And then beyond that, we'll also have another tab called Campus, where departments and student organizations can advertise their events directly to students on the Campus app. Uh, and so if any of our listeners aren't using Campus yet, how can they add it to their phones? Easiest way you can get on Campus, if you go to Prince.buzz in your web browser, specifically on a mobile device, you can add it to your home screen by pressing the share button and then pressing add to home screen. So that's the easiest way to get to campus. And once you add it to your home screen, it behaves like any other app that you install. Awesome, Pranav. So thanks so much for talking to us today. Yeah, thank you so much. It was exciting. Uh, really exciting to be here. On campus, expect partly cloudy skies and a high close to 90 degrees. That's all for Daybreak today. Today's episode was sound engineered by Hope Perry and produced under the 145th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, class of 2022. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Jack Anderson. Have a wonderful day.